Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. The Larry Fedorik Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Sitting in is Lee Sterry. Good afternoon. Welcome to your middle of the week Wednesday, a beautiful May the 16th, 2018. Numerous things happening in and around your world, either locally, uh, provincially, nationally, internationally, uh, out in space. uh, Pick a spot. There's stuff going on. Coming up on the program today, right after the break at 4.15, Regional Counselor for Port Colburn, Chair of the Corporate uh, Services Committee, which met this morning. Dave Barrick is going to be joining us. He's been a, a a bit of a flyer fracas happen around uh, Niagara today as a result of uh, this morning's meeting. Some flyers did uh, create a stir at the meeting this morning during the other business portion of the meeting. St. Catherine's Councillor Brian Height took issue with some flyers that have been circulated in three municipalities by elected officials uh, during their accomplishments. Uh, flyers paid for by taxpayers. Hyde asked CAO Carmen D'Angelo for a staff report on who at the region authorized them. Um, and then the conversation went from there. The chair uh, of the Corporate Services Committee is Dave Barrick. He issued one of these um, flyers. And we're going to chat with him after the break at 4.15 today. So stick around. The Larry Fedorik Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Sitting in is Lee Sterry. Hi, your time uh, is 419 on your Wednesday. During the other business portion uh, of the Niagara Region Corporate Services Committee meeting that happened this morning, St. Catherine's Councillor Brian Height took issue with some flyers that have been circulated in three municipalities by elected officials uh, which promoted their accomplishments. Those officials were Fort Erie's Sandy Annunziata, Grimsby's Tony Quirk, Port Colburn's Dave Barrick. Uh, uh, And uh, Dave Barrick is also chair of that committee that met this morning, as well as regional councillor for Port Colburn. He joins us now. Hi, Dave. How are you? Great, Lee. How are you? I'm super. Thanks for coming on here today. Anytime we get into an election year, these issues get a little bit more complicated. Uh, The timing of these flyers going out, um, do you think it's cutting it a bit close uh, with regard to that election that's coming up and the the regulations and the the restrictions that are in place with, with these kinds of documents being distributed? Well, the short answer is no. Um, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> yeah, the counselor's expense policy states clearly in uh, Section 4.7 that counselors are eligible to uh, issue promotional material related to regional business, uh, and that's what's occurred here. And I can say before a counselor's expense policy was ever created, and one was created recently this term of council, before there was never one, and previous councillors have done it historically as well. And we heard from Tony Quirk this morning from Grimsby that his predecessor, Debbie Zimmerman, often uh, took out full page ads, et cetera, et cetera, billing them to, to the region. So this is nothing new by any means. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I understand from a councillor's expense perspective that Brian Height may have taken issue with some of it. Um, I get it. Probably works well for smaller municipalities in Niagara because it can be done uh, very inexpensively. 
would be more difficult for a counselor in St. Catharines, for example, to distribute everyone in St. Catharines. It would cost a lot more. Um, but, you know, this is coming from an individual who's, who has claimed uh, its cream and build it back to the taxpayer. So that's what I'm more concerned about is kind of the, you know, $15, $16 orange juice, so to speak. In this case, Councillor Height billing itch cream to the taxpayer. You know, I don't find that necessary or appropriate. Okay, wait a minute. I, I, ex- explain your metaphor here to me a little bit. What do you ta- What do you mean? Well, I think it's ironic that he he brought it forward this morning as, a, as he was concerned about uh, councillors expensing um, information to their respective residents, uh, but at the same time has no problem expensing his own personal itch cream to the taxpayer. Okay. Um, now, if you'd registered to run, which you have not yet done, correct? You, you, correct. you have not yet done that? That's correct. Okay. Not uh, technically, had you registered to run, you would not have been allowed to circulate those flyers. Is that a correct assessment? That's incorrect. It's incorrect? Yes, because the the information is just that. It's an information update of um, a term update. MPPs do it, MPs do it, mayors do it, city councils do it, um, and regional councillors can do it. It's an information update. What you can't do is say elect or re-elect or don't support this person or don't support that person. Uh, that, That you can't do. But you can put out information related to, in this case, the region, or, you know, if it's federally or provincially or municipally, um, and that you can do. Now, my, the, the stuff that I have done was invoiced prior to May 1st, regardless of whether I filed or not. And it is a term update for residents to say, here are some of the things that have occurred at the region uh, over the last four years as an FYI. In my case, as chair of the budget committee, uh, the budget cycle is complete, and the budget cycle locally is complete. And here's the results of the last four years of both the region and the, and the local municipality. Okay. One of the other parts of the discussion that happened in the meeting this morning was the sort of Niagara region versus city of Port Colborne comparison that uh, some people, including the mayor, took, took exception to. Why make that comparison in your, in your publication? Yeah, quite simply because residents get one tax bill and they get one water bill included in the tax bill, as the example here, is a city portion, a regional portion, and a small school board portion. And likewise, the water bill is made up of a city and regional component. So it's not clear or transparent uh, what's driving the bill up. The region's case, you're actually saving taxpayers money over time. And if you go to the region's property tax calculator, you type in the tax increases of actual dollars being spent. It's actually down. No one will ever believe it, though, because they're getting their tax bills and they keep going through the roof. And so what's the driver of that? The information that's been provided provides transparency and clarity to say, here's the region's portion of your one tax bill. Here's the city's portion of your one tax bill. Here's the region's portion of your water bill. Here's the city portion of your water bill. It's simply clean, clear, factual information. No commentary around it, by the way. People can make their own, uh, draw their own conclusions. It's just, here's the water crease this year. Here's the water crease last year and the year before that. 
All right, well, I did listen to some of the conversation today at the meeting. Uh, one of the exchanges, and again, I won't get the verbiage exactly correct, but paraphrasing, I think, close enough. It was mentioned that um, residents shouldn't be exposed to or should should not expect to receive, uh, I think this is a quote, misleading information. Um, you, of course, uh, in that meeting took exception to that phrase and said that the information came from staff where is the where is the the uh the the missing link between uh counselor calling it misleading information and you calling it accurate from staff can you explain that one yeah so um to be clear all the information in the material that i put out is 100 percent factual taken from both the city for Coburn treasurer which by the way he circulated to all of city council there's no surprises they have the same information that I have, and on the regional information from regional staff. No one's contesting the accuracy of the numbers that is in that material. So, you know, the tax increase this year was, let me bring it up really quickly, the tax increase this year was 6.72% in Port Colburn, for Port Colburn, is 2% at the region. That is indisputable, public information already complete. What I think Councillor Hodgson in this case was trying to highlight was context. Well, that's good. You put the numbers there, but you didn't say this and you didn't say that and you didn't say this and that. Well, I've got a one-pager, and I know people want to know the bottom line. If they're concerned about the city portion being high or low or medium or in between or whatever, they can reach out and get that context from their local counselors. If they're concerned about the region's portion, they can contact me or anyone at the region to get additional contact and, and information. And I put my contact information on there. So the numbers are the numbers. Uh, facts are not criticisms. Facts are just facts. The mayor of Port Colborne uh, was on this morning's show on CKTB with Tim Dennis. He said you were building yourself up and tearing city staff down. How do you respond to that? Yeah, so Councillor Maloney and I had a, had a conversation this morning as well. Uh, and again, if you've seen the material, it is literally the numbers. Here's the tax increase for the region. Here's the tax increase for the city. Those numbers are, are indisputable and, and quite factual. It's not negative. Again, facts are not criticism. Facts are just facts. And so I got the information from the city treasurer. So, you know, I guess it's in the eye of the beholder if people think it's positive or negative. Um, but again, it's very, very clear increases 15, 16, 17, 18 for this term. Regions portion, cities portion. It's not negative. It's, these are the numbers. It's not necessarily positive. It's clear and transparent information that the public is paying, number one, and they deserve to know. What was your motivation, Dave, for sending these flyers out at this time? Again, it's kind of a, a term update. Myself, using the numbers because I got elected on a platform of respecting taxpayers' dollars uh, to show here's the work that the Budget Committee has done over the last four years. And uh, because I've talked to people uh, that aren't seeing that reflected in the tax bill or the water bill that they're, that they're receiving to show, okay, here's the region's portion and here's the city's portion. And that's why you're not necessarily seeing the actual savings or results of the hard work that's happening at the region on your overall tax bill or water bill. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there's reasons and rationale for what's happening at the city level of why, you know, their water loss is at 45% and their taxes and water rates are going up 5 and 6%, but that's not me. Uh, okay. They're 
there's nine people there accountable for that work, and I am accountable for uh, working on behalf of residents of Port Colborne to respect their tax dollars, and I've demonstrated that. One more quick question before we let you go. Are you running for regional or local council this term? Lee, I've, I've told people I'm waiting until after the provincial election to make that decision. Uh, I truly have not made up my mind at this time. And uh, regardless, though, this piece is a retroactive look, and it's showing the record of the last four years. So whether I run or not, here's what I did this term. All right. Dave Barrick, thank you very much. Appreciate your time today. Thanks, Lee. All the best. You too. Okay. News and Bonnie Heslop uh, coming up next. We're going to be talking Ontario bees, and then uh, stay with us.